0: We interrupt the program now in progress to bring you a special report. Here are the highlights this morning. From the WPGU News Desk, here's today's headlines on WPGU 1071 Champagne's Alternative. From WPGU News, I'm Anne McEwen. It's Thursday, September 30th, 2021. The University of Illinois' Homecoming Week kicks off this Sunday and will feature events through next Saturday. This year's theme is Close or Apart, We're Illini at Heart. The first half of the week includes a homecoming 5K run, a women's volleyball game, dinner on the quad, a talk about technology and healthcare, a global talent show, and a barbecue. The second half of the week includes a talk about navigating challenging conversations on diversity, award ceremonies, a women's soccer game, a band concert, and a marching Illini drumline performance. Homecoming will wrap up on Saturday with tailgating, a parade, and the football game. Tickets or registration are required for certain events and can be found on the Homecoming website. For more information on locations, times, and events, visit homecoming.illinois.edu. The United States government says it's giving up on finding the ivory-billed woodpecker, the little Mariana fruit bat, and 21 other species. All 23 were declared extinct yesterday by federal wildlife officials. Since the Endangered Species Act was passed in 1973, only 11 other species have been declared extinct. Environmental scientists say this could be a sign of worse things to come. Climate change and human activities like lodging and farming continue to destroy habitats for many plant and animal species. Though the federal officials have made their recommendation, the Fish and Wildlife Service is allowing 60 days for public comment starting today. Scientists or members of the public can give any information they'd like the service to consider before it makes the final ruling on removing these species from the endangered species list. The Senate is refusing to suspend the national debt ceiling, and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has warned that without a suspension, the Treasury would run out of cash as early as mid-October. A depletion of the Treasury's assets would prevent it from disbursing the money necessary to fund a wide variety of federal expenditures. That includes Social Security payments, tax refunds, and the salaries of military personnel and other federal employees. Failing to suspend the ceiling would also put the government at risk of defaulting on its existing debt. Experts have warned that could trigger a recession, potentially leading to massive job loss and crippling the stock market. This has also placed the government at risk of a partial shutdown. The ceiling expansion provision was included as a component of a larger bill to fund the government through the end of the calendar year. The expansion of the debt ceiling has typically been an uncontested, bipartisan effort, but recent efforts to do so have been blocked by Republicans in the Senate. They're holding the provision hostage as part of a larger political battle over the Democrats' proposed $3.5 trillion spending bill. That bill has been a linchpin of President Biden's domestic legislative agenda. The Chicago Bears have reportedly agreed to sign a purchase agreement for Arlington International Racetrack. It's a significant step toward the team's relocation from Soldier Field in downtown Chicago to the northern suburbs. The price will be almost $200 million, giving the Bears ownership of 326 acres of land in Arlington Heights. Soldier Field has the smallest capacity in the NFL, and the new location would be able to hold a new stadium along with shopping, dining, and entertainment facilities. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot said yesterday that the Bears have not communicated what the city would need to do to keep the team downtown. Team officials reportedly canceled a meeting with her administration earlier in the week. The Chicago Bears have called Soldier Field home since 1971. The sale is not expected to be completed until late 2022 or early 2023. Contributing reporting for this newscast was provided by Kayla Meesh, Owen Henderson, Barrett Wynn, and Jackson Janes. Our regional editor is Josie Alameda, our political editor is Jane Knight, and our sports editor is Jackson Janes. Our deputy news director is Emily Crawford, And our news director is Justin Malone. From WPGU News, I'm Anne McEwen.